YouTube nights, welcome to Lords of the Longbow special Black Knight report for a Wednesday, June 19th. Almost had to look at the date, I had no idea, man. It's been a crazy, hectic week. Oh my god, we were planning to do a totally different show today. We we're gonna do uh, what we talked about on auto show, actually, which is a long term spec list about uh, some characters that put on hold. But our man, the Black Knight, came and hit me up on a he slid up my DMs and said, Yo. I just got this news that just came out today. We need to run with it. So we're going to give it to you all. But first, let me bring in my cohorts. Dark Side Jedi, say what's up to the good people. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Wednesday, and let's get this news going. I, it's pretty exciting news, as a matter of fact. It is. Also, I got my man, Otto from Negrado. Say what's up. Yo, what's up to all my Autobots out there? This was a audible called, and the Lords made their adjustments, and we're ready to go, man, to kick you guys some knowledge on this Wednesday night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us. I see what he did there. You see that auto, auto bowl? And we also got the variant whore, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime. Say what's up to the good people, Justin. What's going on, everybody? We got some great news planned for tonight, so let's get this started real quick. Yeah, man. So uh, it's been quite the busy week. Um, a lot of news has been dropping that we are privy to. Um, and also, this show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get any... 10% off anything in KRS Comics exclusives. They got some really cool uh, Black Cat covers and things for San Diego Comic-Con. If you're not, follow KRS Comics on Instagram, on Twitter, on the Facebooks. He's, they're going, they always go all out for San Diego Comic-Con. Also, shout out to thegeekyswagshop.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in thegeekyswagshop.com, including Lords of the Longbox shirts. Use that discount code, and they come out to be $21 shipped. Uh, for those who've already pre-ordered, I apologize. Uh, they need, uh, I think, 15 to in order to place the order. So I will promise you this. If we don't hit that order soon, I will buy the rest of myself and give them away. Uh, how's that sound? But Or I'll just keep them, actually. Uh, actually, my man Justin needs his. Uh, he's already ordered them, poor guy. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. We love saying, acknowledging everybody who's supported the channel from since day one, even though we don't have a webpage. I'm mm. sorry. We're not, um, writing in, we're not writing in our diaries. Sorry. Yeah, so shout out to Louis Ramirez, uh, Bruce Zayas, Jay Salsa, Gorilla Grodd, RJ Taylor, Swaggernaut88, Ray Jr. from the Comic Book Fanatics. What's up, brother? Hudak Comics and Movies, Slab Dragon, TJ Watson, who has probably the largest collection of slabs I have ever seen. That brother, I think he has like, I don't know, I don't know, 1,800 slabs or something. I sh he showed me his CGC uh, score and I was blown away. Uh, comic Book Brother, uh, do do Connecticut Comics. Discovery Bay, shout out to Discovery Bay once again so, for being the online YouTube guide. Our man, Very Gary, the best hair on YouTube and comic books. Ben Compton, Thomas Thompson, all the good people, Dragon Dew, Atlas Wolf. What up? Good Lord. Um, so in case you didn't know, man, um, San Diego Comic-Con is right around the corner, and uh, we got some stuff for you. <laughs> so, Tim, everybody, it's official. Marvel Studios will have a presence at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. And we acquired some information on some early plans for some upcoming uh, projects from the studio. As we know, plans can always change, but expect to see this materialize in some form or another. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Um, we never doubted at all that uh, that Marvel would be showing up at Hall H. Uh, there was some websites that reported that, oh, uh, Disney is pulling out of Hall H. Marvel's pulling out of Hall H because of D23. Well... Our friend, the Black Knight, has broken down to us. He got some stuff today. And, um, yo, like we had guessed, Kevin Feige is going all out. He's like, you know what? I got Hall H all to myself. Um, initially, what they're going to do is, I mean, we got the slate of movies that they're going to announce. And also, um, 
They don't have dates yet, but expect to see title placards at the very least as they announce Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Uh, it's it's going to be a huge pop, right? I mean, you expect this. It's been happening. We've been expecting this for, I don't know how long we've been talking about this, right? For uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men to happen. But just, it, it'll be similar to remember when uh, DC announced Batman versus Superman. It just showed the logo, right. nothing else. But then everybody in Hall H lost it. So imagine Feige just saying, hey, we don't have anything concrete yet, but you can expect the Fantastic Four and the X-Men to come on their way. Um, and also, we got a list. Uh, we love lists here, boys. We do love lists. Love list. Yes, we do. Love lists. Unfortunately, yeah. we couldn't do our top 10 long spec list today, but that's coming. We promise. <laughs> we were we were ready to do that show we were. today. I worked very hard on that. Yeah, we're sorry, man. Ryan worked hard. Uh, all the team We all did. We all did. Data. And you know what we like to do? We like to talk about the the the, the, the book, the characters, the books, and I like to give you guys some sales data. And mm-hmm. so when you go out there, you kind of get an idea of what it is on the market. Because guess what? We're not a news source. We're comic book dudes, man. That's right. When we talk about stuff, it's to speculate on the price of comics, not to speculate on news, right? That's right. We give you that information. So when you, hey, when we spec on books, that means, hey, man, I think this book is going to go open because we heard this information. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the the major ones, I mean, it's basically they're going to come out and they're going to do their phase four announcement. Uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. This is San Diego 50, man. This is the 50th anniversary of San Diego Comic-Con. Do you know they have to go large? Um, first, we all know the first one, right? Uh, we've been dropping news about this as soon as we've gotten it. Shang-Chi, the master of the Kung Fu's, uh, right. is going to be announced. It's already moved to pre-production today. We dropped news that Donnie Yen was in talks to play the Mandarin about two weeks ago, and then a report came out Monday that Donnie Yen was in reports to play the Mandarin, but oh well, we're nobodies. But Nobody. We didn't write it down. See, that's the problem. We didn't yeah, open up our diary, and we didn't and, write a dear yeah, diary. We all agree that the man uh, Donnie Yen would be dope as hell. Hell yes. Right? Hell yes. And especially uh, if they do this more modern Mandarin. Yeah. And one of the movies that are probably the closest to being released um, that's already been in production. There's been lots of pictures of, of course, is the Black Widow movie starring uh, Scarlett Johansson and David Harbour, who we don't know who he is. It's an undisclosed character that's in there. We said that he's going to be playing Ben Grimm, uh, the fighter pilot Ben Grimm, uh, because he's also in talks to play the thing. So we'll see if that happens. If And if he does play the thing, he's just going to be the voice of the thing. So I'd be very curious to see what that character's name eventually ends up being because it, it, why the Black Widow movie is shrouded in such secrecy. It's kind of amazing how nobody has found out anything about it or the role that he's playing. So but kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, it's a Black Widow movie. She's a super spy. So right. it's a secret. Um, also, <laughs> this is no brainer. Eternals is coming. Uh, we already know Angelina Jolie is in it. Um, the dude from Game of Thrones is going to be playing Icarus. Uh, who is that? Rob Stark? Yeah, the Rob Stark, the oldest uh, Stark kid. He's already been cast for it. So, no, Keanu Reeves is not going to be in Eternals. Uh, Black Panther 2 is also slated to come out. Uh, we haven't really had any information on that, although we uh, heard that they want to put Black Panther, excuse me, uh, Namor in Black Panther 2. Um, so, we'll see if that happens. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Number Three, we know that's happening because James yes, Gunn came do. back, and mm-hmm. we also debunked the rumor that James Gunn is going to be rebooting the DCEU. That's not happening. No. He is doing Suicide Squad, and he's running right back to Marvel because he's going to be doing finishing up his baby Guardians of the Galaxy Number Three. Uh, next up, which I am personally excited for, Doctor Strange Number Two. It's been far too long since that we have not had a Doctor Strange sequel. Um, the rumor was that uh, Clea is going to be in it. Uh, they're going to be using Nightmare, so they're still working. And I followed the actual screenwriter and directors on Twitter, uh, Scott Derrickson, and I think the screenwriter's name is Cargo, and he's been dropping all kinds of cool little nuggets, but he won't tell us what's going on. Um, so, you know, I would expect on the Phase 4 announcement they'll give you some more details, but so many of these are in early production, like, you know, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, you know, they're still talking about it. I mean, if you think about phases in Marvel, there's a good amount of films that are in them. Um, and the second half of Phase 4, which these are the movies that half of them, yes, and the other half, no. Nova is coming. Um, uh, recent articles said uh, Kevin Feige, he's kind of coy with these questions when he's been doing his press junket for Spider-Man Homecoming. He's like, oh, yeah, Nova's definitely on the board. Well, no, he's got Nova's coming. 
in um, phase four. And uh, I think we got some information on that. Otto, what can you th- We haven't really broken down. Yeah. No, broken down to its very core compound. Shout out to uh, KRS-One, by the way. <laughs> what can you tell us about our friend Dick Ryder? Well, Dick Ryder is what's interesting <laughs> about Dick. I is, love that name, <laughs> by the way. It was Nova number one. It came out in 1996, or I'm sorry, 1976. I apologize for that. Uh, and that's a Marv Wolfman book. And as yep. we all know, with George Perez's um, tenure coming to an end, I could be honestly say that it, it's pretty soon that, you know, maybe Marv will be hanging up. So get those books. You can find them, um, look for them, get them signed. And that's also uh, Mr. Busema did it, too. So if you ever see him around doing cons, which I don't think he does, go after it. Um, there is, you know, the other um, Nova that came out in 1966. But that's not the one we're going to go after because we think that it's going to be more of the no, Dick no, Ryder. No, 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 no. Right. I mean, what you're talking, the only other version would be Sam Alexander version. And right. that's in the Marvel point one, which is kind of a hard book to find. I mean, it's not as uh, as prevalent as, you know, Nova number one, uh, the the reboot. But, I mean, there's, there's this whole thing about, you know, after people snatch up the first appearances, they start getting the uh, what do they call the preview first appearances? Right. And those okay, what Marvel right, right. ones yep. are. I don't I don't know what the Nova of nineteen sixty six is. Uh, Otto's been drinking, by the way. So <laughs> um, did we get sales data on that or no? No, no. I I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if we, I did. Yeah, I didn't. I can't speak for this together, guys. So you're just gonna get cool little pictures and graphics. So that Marvel point one is a pretty cool one shot, man. Uh, if you remember, there's some other point ones that have been kind of. You know, they came out and Sam Alexander, he started hot and then it just kind of dissipated. I know they came out with the Sam, uh, the, the Nova version and the animated series, but them, it, they, they want to go Richard Ryder. They want to go old school. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Sam Alexander version was fun and then he eventually went away and Richard Ryder is actually back in the in the 616 now. So uh, that's good. Um, here's one that has been speculated on for a long time and we're finally getting confirmation that they want to do it. Uh, a Force has been added to phase four. If you remember, uh, spoiler for Avengers Endgame, yeah, yeah. where there's a scene where all the female heroes got that was on to, purpose, right? I mean, exactly. it had to be. Had to be. We don't know uh, what characters they're going to use, but that that's the that's the little egg that they, they call that foreshadowing. They call that foreshadowing. So they got an A Force movie that's happening. A Force number one came out. Uh, it's a pretty easy book to find. Yeah. Um, obviously, Captain Marvel two. Captain Marvel one made a billion dollars, even though there are certain haters out there, but ex- fully expect Captain Marvel two to come. And we talked about the villain was going to be reportedly Modoc, which would be crazy. Um, Avengers five is coming for phase four, uh, probably down the line toward the end of phase four, maybe even phase five, but Avengers five is coming. The third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie is coming. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that later as there's some uh, more news I dropped today uh, about who is going to be in Spider-Man um, 3. Don't know what it's going to be called. Is Homecoming Far From Home? I don't know what's the other one. Home Alone, maybe? I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I will tell you this, unfortunately, for our friends on Instagram, that it's not going to be Norman Osborn. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so Marvel doesn't own Patriot stuff. It's not coming. Yeah. Marvel <laughs> doesn't own the rights to it. Kevin Feige's not going to be using it. Um Deadpool 3, but it's going to be released under the Fox banner, meaning it will R-rated. be R-rated. Um, and here's the interesting thing about Avengers 5. What we're finding out is um, Feige is really contemplating introducing the X-Men into, and that's why I say Avengers 5 is going to be toward the end of Phase 4, because Feige wants to do Avengers versus X-Men for Avengers 5. Um, um and as we all know, I mean, everybody was collecting. That was a maxi series kind of. Uh, I remember the Avenger, the X Men, all had a piece of the Phoenix Force. You remember that? Remember Cyclops had like yep. part of the Phoenix yep. Force. That was one of the first when I first started reading comics on my iPad. That was one of the first series I bought. Really? Yep. That's a that AVX. Right yep. Yeah. That was awesome. The Cyclops, no more, uh, Namor. And then they did a fun one where uh, Scotty, what's his name? The Scott artist Summers? Scott Scotty Young. No, no, no. Oh, the right, artist. Yeah, yeah. They did that that kitty one, <laughs> that kitty version of AVX. That was hilarious. And there <laughs> is a gang of uh, variants for X Men versus, you know, Avengers versus X Men. Is kind of crazy. I mean, that was like kind of. I mean, I remember there was like so many with the weird oh. AVX banner, and then they had like these offshoots, and it was hard to keep track of them all. But it was like a hot thing, right? Because you know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
Avengers fought the X-Men in the past, but it was like a two-issue crossover thing. I would say we're going to come out with a spec list later of the comics that look for not just Avengers X-Men, but the first time the Avengers and X-Men ever met. Um, right. I don't even, right off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember. Is that? Yeah, uh, it's Avengers 53 really occurred in X-Men number nine. That there was you a go. Classic look comic. at Otto pulling yeah. it out. There nice. you go. Know, for you. Out. I, RJ Taylor beat you to the bunch, man. He put Avengers 53 and X-Men 9 right Ooh. in there. Give RJ yeah, Taylor a no prize. Congratulations. Hey, man. Our, our friends and followers and subs, they know their stuff. We're yes, not just do. talking Absolutely. about useless messaging on a website, man. This is These guys, they, they talk about it and they be about it. Um, the Claire, do, 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 oh, sorry, man. The Black Knight just sent me a message. Uh-oh. Breaking, breaking. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, no, I, that's pretty much what we said, that if Norman Osborn did come, he wouldn't be the big baddie of the MCU, just in Spider-Man. Because, you know, on Spider-Man is kind of it's kind of itself as opposed to part of the MCU. Right. Mm -hmm. So Sony distributes it and everything with Marvel does all the creative things on it. So um, that, you know, so him being unless. Uh, Marvel gets all the rights back to Spider-Man, then you can see or Norman Osborn fighting the Avengers and everything. But as we talked in the past, Feige's not about making villain films, right? That's why I hold Thunderbolts and Dark Avengers thing. He, he's got a giant sandbox to play with the FF and the X-Men now. I mean, why would you need to make a movie based on villains, right? right. Um, you know, I don't know. That's either, and I just don't see it happening. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know what I see happening? We what? talked about it a few weeks ago. The Rock. Wow, this is uh, good. So this is like one of the first things we dropped. One of the big things we dropped from the Black Knight, man. Uh, the, and I, you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening. People that don't really believe it. But for what we're here, being told, The Rock has agreed to play Namor for the MCU. But no crack contract has been signed yet. He wants to see a script and he wants a trilogy of solo films. So he wants Namor 1, 2, and 3. Um, so, you know, it's all, it, like I said, the old FF and X-Men thing, you know, phase four has been planned out way before they even had the X-Men and FF. Right. So, you know, they've been trying to do this, but the rock saying, Hey, I want to play Namor. Let me see. Uh, uh, I need to see a script though. I want to make sure it's okay. Just remember how we reported how Rat Robert Pattinson agreed to play Batman script unseen. Right. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're a young actor, Hey, you get the chance to play Batman. I think, you're going to take it. Right. I think but Dwayne course, Johnson has a little more clout. Yeah, if you're Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or any of these guys, you're like, yeah, I'll play it, but you, I need to see a script to see what we're working with. All right. Uh, what other confirmation can you give us, Ryan? Well, I can give you confirmation of a story that we first broke <laughs> um, about Keanu Reeves and talks with the MCU. Yeah, the, even more and more news has come out about Keanu Reeves because uh, <coughs> the reason you're seeing so many articles about right now because Kevin Feige is doing the press junket for Spider-Man Far From Home. So, of course, all the comicbook.com, Newsarama, they're all asking him the questions, right? So they ask him about, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves. So, you know, we already talked, We I think it was two weeks ago, we said Keanu Reeves is in talks to play a role. Uh, we heard it's either going to be Warlock or Silver Surfer. Um, uh, some other site uh, that I won't talk about that blocked me, apparently, uh, <laughs> reported he's going to be in the internals. Wrong. He's not going to be in the internals. He's <laughs> already started production. Um, but uh, he's definitely going to be in it. So I am hoping for Warlock. That'd I be think awesome. he would make a killer Warlock, man. I'm I, saw, I saw kind of a cool rendition of him. Someone had made him look like Warlock a little bit. It was pretty cool looking. Yeah, yeah nowadays, cool. man, you get a graphic artist. You just say, hey, can you give me Keanu Reeves looking like Warlock? It was no. cool. It was cool. Do we got any books and books on that, uh, Justin? Uh, what are we looking at? For I mean, I know this is a tall task to ask, but you know, all the first appearances of Warlock. It's kind of crazy, man. But I'm going to go with the FF book, right? Is that the yeah. one? Seven? Yeah, I would say FF67 is your first one. I mean, that book is all over the place. I mean, that's the one to get. That one, I mean, I've seen, you know, anywhere from a 4.0 at like 200 bucks up to an 8.0 at like almost 800 bucks. So, wow. of course, what's next? Thor 165? Yeah. yeah that's the Thor and Warlock Thorn down cover. Um, what's the him cover? Like what's the him cover? That's, that's it. the Thor. Thor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think the market has kind of decided that the FF67 is the book. Yeah. Uh, well, that's and then the Marvel Premier book and the Warlock number ones also. Um, Magus as well. All those books, Strange Tales, like 178, 79, 80. And mm -hmm. then also features the first appearance of uh, of uh, 
Gamora. That's a great little run. That four issue run is also features Chip the Troll, mm-hmm. uh, who yeah. we may be talking about on the long term spec list. You'll have to tune in and find out. <laughs> yeah, you have to tune in and find out. Um, so, uh, what else did we can well, we confirm? So we can also confirm. As a matter of fact, let me get a little specific about this one because it's kind of exciting. Two weeks ago today, May twenty second, at the if you go back at the fifty around the fifty minute mark. We were discussing a Sony, a possible Sony Marvel collaboration. That's right. Um, well, it was on the show that we, uh, the show talked about Man Thing being in Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, Hulu, uh, excuse me. Uh, but then at the end of the show on a Black Knight report, we talked about Sony wanting to collaborate with Marvel, and we talked about how they want to make you know a live action into the Spider Verse, and that's when we also broke the story that uh, Marvel wants to use Venom. Well, we're getting word that. It's up to Sony, but it looks like Venom is going to be in the third Tom Holland Spider-Man film. So this would be the third film that Marvel is doing the creative process of and that Sony is distributing. So we talked about it on that show um, that how popular the Venom movie was, even though critically it got panned. Right. But, you know, you know, it it makes the perfect sense to, you know, we always talk about how you need to bring Venom in to meet Spider-Man. And I think. That's pretty damn smart. A third Spider-Man film with Venom and Spider-Man, that would be huge. That I think it would be really big. Really uh, big. I'm glad I held on to my ASM 300s because, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'm thinking about holding on to my X-Men 101s too because even though Dark Phoenix is gone, I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those double spec books, hashtag, where, you know, it was people speculating it the first time when it got hot with uh, with Fox and then when Marvel gets a hold of it again, it gets hot again. And it's an it's, iconic book. You know, both of those are, you know, yeah. 300 and 101. Yeah, so I think, you know, I think that's one of those things where people are going to look back on it again. Hey, so uh, hold on to those ASM 300s because I think right. a lot of people sold them when they thought, you know, that the uh, the apex of that book was going to be once uh, Sony came out with the Venom movie. And then, you know, if people are, have kind of have a hair trigger and they sell just because on bad reviews, but they don't know realize that, you know, Venom has a cult following. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, for those books, you want to go after two ninety nine and three hundred. Obviously, we know three hundred, but two ninety nine is a cameo too. So yeah. that's you know, no, you, if you got if you have one, you got to have the other, and they both. Nah, have you need, you know what? You need to get all four of them. You need to get two ninety eight, nine three hundred, and three hundred one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, I know it's kind of off target topic, but the Spawn three hundred one—that's the variant to go out and get because you know he's going to homage a shit. Tom McFarlane is going to homage a hell at an ASM three hundred one for Spawn three hundred one. Right, that, that's his baby. I mean, you know what I mean. So you know he wants to milk that one. All right, this one uh, we can confirm, and I'm. This is one of the ones I'm most excited about. Did we already talk about that? We did at the top of the show, Shang Chi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So more confirmation that some other website talked about on Monday that we broke uh, two weeks ago that Donnie Yen is indeed in talks. Uh, to be in Shang-Chi, we're being told it's to play the villain, the Mandarin, and it just gives instant credibility to a master of Kung Fu movie to have a real-life master of Kung That's Fu. Right. That's badass. And, you know, and I was a little bit bitter because we broke the story, and then um, uh, some dude uh, from some website slid up in my DMs and asked me how good was my source was, and I told him it's pretty good, and I told him about the Shang-Chi stuff, and then he ran it on his website as his yeah. own story. It didn't give us credit. So that was the only thing I was pissed off about is that at least give us credit that we talked about it, and then a bunch of other dudes were saying, hey, anybody get credit off of rumors off of uh, you know 4chan or Reddit? or I don't go on 4chan and Reddit. Nope. I only go on Reddit for MMA stuff when I get free links to watch MMA fights. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> Fox News over here, people. Yeah, no, really. so, exactly. Didn't um, it get a little hairy though? Um, there was a little, yeah, incident. Of, yeah, so you know, I don't do Twitter. I only have 400 Twitter followers, and these guys all have their friends together, and they're all ganging about. So you know what I did? I took the fight on the Instagram, uh, where I have you know oh seven thousand friends or so and subs, right. and um, and uh, our our buddies. One of the funniest things I saw this week <laughs> was hilarious. Which absolutely cracked my life up is our band Wolverine. Uh, official Lord Longbox member uh, threatening some dude, and uh, they came back and said, "You know, there's 40 people that work here, right?" And then uh, my our man King of the Golden State goes, 
uh, you guys going to need more. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, you got to do a your website. Okay, that's cool. But neither oh, here nor there. But I thought Hilarious. that was Hilarious. That was funny. That's our man, Wolverine, who has slight anger issues. But, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's I'm the not rage. saying Detroit bait, but he does get a little angry sometimes. Um, here is something that we have not discussed yet. And this is uh, going to be discussed very soon. Um, that, and I don't know if you have a graphic for this, but Angela. Yes, Angela is coming in Thor number four, most likely. But they definitely want to create it. They have full control of Angela now. Remember, there was a whole thing about Angela. And who, who was the writer on that, Otto? It was Neil? Uh, yeah, Neil Gaiman. So, yeah, so this is the book to get, man. Spawn number nine, the first ever appearance of Angela. What can you tell us about this? Well, this book has been it's those it, you know you go to the shows and I'm not going to you know talk on Justin's part but this is the one you want to go after. This is Spawn number 9. This is you know 1993. This is McFarland. This is Neil Gaiman. This is when McFarlane cover to us. crazy versions. Listen, if you don't know that's a McFarland cover, just don't even leave the con, you know, just walk away. Because, <laughs> right? And pretty much this is a book that you should probably own because you know a lot of collectors if you don't have the first you know, spawn one through twelve in your collection. It's and you you should I have, have those books. Right, absolutely. You know, I don't want to be like you know. You should have all this stuff, but yeah. you know, one to twelve at least, because that was when it first came out, and it was so groundbreaking at the time. Um, so Neil Gaiman, nineteen ninety three, Todd McFarlane, and just a book that you could find twenty, sixty bucks raw. I don't know if we have any data on that at all, or yeah, yeah I mean, nine point eights are about hundred bucks. So I mean, that's easily. Listen, if you just want to buy the book, nine point eight, they're all over eBay. 9.6s are about 40 to 60 bucks. So wherever you want to go, it's, it's so, easily book fine. You guys need to understand how hot this book was in the 90s when it came out. Because any brand new characters being introduced into Spawn, remember, like, you know. So what happened is it got so hot that it spawned into a three-issue miniseries. Remember, there's the Angela miniseries that's out there, too. Um, so what's interesting is the whole litigation in that I think JLS Comics may have done a video about it. He does these great history videos about characters and comic books and, you know, all the litigation. And here's the irony of it all. Tom McFarlane and his cohorts, Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld, they started Image Comics because they wanted to have control over the characters they created, right? That was their whole thing. When they said, we work for Marvel, we create the character, you know, we don't get full ownership of it. So flash forward to our rewind or back then flash forward to spawn number nine when Todd McFarlane was an awful writer. He couldn't write. He still can't write to be honest with you. He's a good artist, but he can't write for anything. Um, so he had the artists or he had writers coming in writing. And so he had no game to do this book. And the ironic thing is he sued them because he wanted the rights to the characters, but then Todd McFarlane didn't want to give it up. And it was kind of like, wait a second, didn't you start Image Comics for that sole reason? Hmm. So Neil Gaiman got the rights back and then fast, what, three years ago, Angela pops up in the MCU. It's Thor's hmm. sister, right? She's from another realm. I uh, And I, I remember when I read this, I think it's considered a 10th realm and when it first came out. So basically heaven is another realm and that's where Thor's sister was. It was like all angels were all the female warriors and it was called heaven. And uh, there's a whole story. She remember, and then she left them and she started the garden. She was in the guardians of the galaxy. Now she's in as guardians of the galaxy. So remember as guardians of the galaxy dropped at the end of end game, got Thor four. It's perfect, man. And right. be great. And they full, they own the full, full rights to it. They could do whatever they want and it could be badass because Look what they're going. A-Force, Black Widow, got all these movies. They want to do more female-oriented films. But imagine Angela, if she it jumps off as a character in Thor number four or whatever they introduce her in, expect an Angela solo film. That's at least I would think so if, if she becomes popular enough. She could uh, be a uh, villain to fight uh, Valkyrie. I mean, both of them sword-wielding. I mean, that's really awesome. Yeah. You know, I saw Endgame again. Um, funny story. I went to go see... Men in Black at my lunch on last Friday because sometimes lunch is slow. And plus, I had a long day. Fuck work. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to go see Men in Black at 11 a.m. It'll be over at 1 p.m. I'll just tell them I took a long lunch. So I picked IMAX. We're sitting in there. I, so I walk in right at 11.15. I go, I think maybe the credits, uh, the trailers are just ending now. The movie's going to start. The screen was still blank. What the hell's going on? And then some guys, yeah, the IMAX projector's down. I was like, oh, man. 30 minutes later. I can, yeah, we still can't get IMAX. IMAX is actually troubleshooting remotely. There's something wrong with a software update. 45 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, here, everybody, take a free pass. And uh, sorry, it doesn't work. So I was like, shit. Um, so I went and saw the end of Endgame again. <laughs> 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 like, what well, part did you walk in on? 
I walked in right when they uh, came back, right when Black Widow dies. Oh, spoiler. okay. Uh oh. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, really. So basically, it's right like the, the, the last third act of the film. And I've seen the last, the third act of the film five times now. Like, yeah. I, I walked out of theaters and I'm like, hey, man, let me just go see what part of Avengers. Ah, oh, cool. It's this part. So I can, sometimes I just stand That's there and cool. I watch it. And I also did that with the end of Godzilla. Uh, we haven't talked about Godzilla, but if you haven't seen Godzilla, dude, that movie is kaiju horn on the big screen. Yep, dude. I, I, loved, I actually loved it. But yeah, so I saw Endgame again and, uh, it's so the fifth time I've seen at least the ending of it. Um, and uh, we're going to actually, there's two stories we want to get to after we do this report uh, that came out. So there's one more thing that we want to report on, and it's for you DC fans. We didn't forget about you. Well, you know Lobo uh, was on the Krypton show, right? So he's yep. getting his own show, apparently. And there's a couple couple characters that are going to show up in this, in this show, and that's to be expected. Dare I say a whole team of them? Um, right. And, and uh, this will probably be announced at San Diego Comic Con uh, since Warner Brothers DC proper doesn't have anything, but uh, the TV show. Well, what we're hearing is the Omega Men will finally make their. We've been specking on this book forever now. It seems like uh, Green Lantern number one forty one first appearance of Omega Man. What you got on that, Otto? No, it's a great cover. You guys have seen it. It shows they're shrouded in the darkness. Uh, it's Marv Wolfman and Joe Stanton did it. And just a very undervalued book for the Omega Men because it's right after, then after that, they got their own series um, that Keith Geffen did. And then in that series, number three is the first appearance of Lobo. So it all definitely ties in. And uh, that's just a classic, classic cover with all of them in the black. And that yeah. was a very aggressive Omega Man when it first came out was very, very aggressive, especially it was a, when, a rather adult theme because it yeah. was part of like the uh, alter DC uh, label. I remember yeah. that it was like uh, it was like a little, little uh, risque for back in the day, man. Yeah. You got any sales on this book, uh, Justin? Yeah, we got that. Uh, I mean, you know, last sale, of course, 9.8 the GPA. We were looking at $328. But, I mean, yeah. Raw, you can get these guys for like 10 to 30 bucks. Uh, I mean, definitely in the DC realm, this is an easy book to find. So, hey, you know, you may even find it in a dollar bin if you never, if you look hard enough. So. You know, and I would say a 9.8 is not as easy to find as you think, man, because of that black cover. Um, right. And if you think about that, I mean, that's props to whoever got that uh, graphic too, man. You guys got found the newsstand version. Uh -huh. Oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Hey, we got a good so I, team, though. We don't need 40 people. We got four. <laughs> yeah. I remember back in the day, dude, Omega Man was a hot book. Uh, it, it, was was like hot. East, it was It was like DC's was weird X-Men book. I remember, yeah. re I remember collecting because my cousin collected, and I was reading it. And it was, I remember there's a weird cat chick on there. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I forgot her name, man. It was just they were like, all sex. <laughs> exactly. It was just yeah. a weird, weird book, and it fits Lobo perfectly. Obviously, Lobo was introduced in Omega Man number three three I, I mean, one day we should look in uh, the prices on that to see if the lobo um uh on krypton has jumped it at all you know what i mean because we've yeah, always talked right. about how tv shows they if they run on and on and on forever the characters just kind of the, the book just kind of dies man it's it's right. the movie spec that really gets prices jumping unless it's something like umbrella academy Right, but I think Lobo is a character that has gone through a lot of changes, and different generations of of, of comic book fans understand it. Like, so this morning, my fourteen year old says to me, you know, shout out to Little Ev. He goes, "Daddy goes, is is Lobo getting his own show?" And I go, "Well, he's going to be in Krypton first. He's like, all right, we have to watch that." Now he didn't watch Krypton season one, but because Lobo is there, he knows how cool Lobo is between the Lego toys and some of the cartoons that he's in. So just a very cool character. So I, it might spike, it might keep a steady rise, you know. So that's just my opinion about Lobo. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's some other news that dropped. Um, and we didn't even talk. It's where did it go? Uh, do you got the do you have the graphic for 2001? Oh, yeah. Ooh, all right. Ooh. This is one that really hasn't been talked about. But no, if, if you remember how we always talk about there's a secret, secret cabal of collectors that know stuff and the price jumps on things, right? You remember Machine Man was jumping up, but it may have been for the wrong reason. I think it was for something else. But we're finding that Marvel wants to develop Machine Man. Yeah. And if you do, you should have this collection. Just this is You should have this book in your collection just because, right? Yeah. When you start buying up all the keys and you see this, you're like, Machine Man, he's kind of cool. Let me get this. I think probably the most prominent version of Machine Man was probably most recent memory is in the Marvel Zombies, right? Because why? 
He's not human. He wasn't affected by the zombie apocalypse. Remember, if if you guys read any of the Marvel zombie stuff, Machine Man played like a, a prominent role in that. Well, they want to bring Machine Man in, and that's just wacky to me. But it's a cheap book, man. That's why I would tell you it's it's a cheap book to spec on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go get it for like 10, 15 bucks. I dare I say you find it probably find a nine eight for something cheap. You know what probably. I'm saying? But Machine Man has a rather interesting history, man. If you haven't read Marvel Zombies, man, that's one of the really cool reads. And I think, I think maybe shout out to Jim Mint uh, on his channel. They were talking about um, there's a Marvel Zombies omnibus coming out that kind of encapsulates it all. So that's it's cool. it's really uh, kind of dark story that's kind of funny too, like on Zombie. If you never read Marvel Zombie, I highly suggest starting at like first one. And what's interesting is it started in the Ultimate Fantastic Four. Remember, like they accidentally opened up a portal uh, and then ultimate version Reed Richards came out. I'm not saying Marvel Zombies is coming, but I'm just saying Machine Man is kind of cold in Marvel Zombies. That's that's one of the weird things about it. Um, And I think that's it, right? I think that's it. Yeah. There is some news that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Do you guys remember that news I sent you? Let's see. We got a lot of news. Yeah, we got a lot of news. Sorry <laughs> that we, man, we literally threw the show together at uh, three hours. Um, 6:30. yeah, six thirty, Eastern. So um, two and a half. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through right now. Say what's up to everybody in the live chat. Usually it takes two and a half days. We got Kodak Comics. We got Very Gary, Mr. R.J. Taylor, Mr. Unknown Comics. We got JLS, Bruce. Johannes, if I'm saying that right, we still got Connecticut comics. Shout out to him. Uh, what else we got? We're everybody's. You know, we got Stan, the man, Luis Ramirez. We got a lot of guys hanging out with us. Thank you very much. Almost 100 views tonight, you guys. So you guys smash that like button for us, please. 100 active viewers. Active viewers right now, and that's great. You know, and by the end, oh yeah, here it is. How can we forget? This is probably the biggest news of the day that dropped before we did all this. Um, that Avengers Endgame. Kevin Feige confirmed it. Probably right. next week, man. They're coming out with. An, ex, uh, uh, an extra cut. I don't want to say it's an extended cut, but they're throwing in some extra scenes and they're ju- they're throwing in a tribute at the end of the and some end credit scenes um, for Avengers Endgame. And let's be honest, they get want to pass Avatar. Get back to those theaters. Yeah. yeah. And I'll do it, you know, just so yeah, we can yeah. make fun of Avatars. Straight up. You know? <laughs> Avatars. Uh, and I was defending this uh, on Twitter. I don't know why I'm on Twitter. I just fight with people. Yeah. Uh, but for those, there's actually people who are like Avatar fans that want to bash anything that comes close to the. They hold that record like like it's holy sacrimony, right? It's 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 sacrilegious to say anything to pass Avatar. Well, just so you know, uh, James Cameron is the king of the re-release theatrical release. Uh, king James Cameron, a year after Avatar came out, re-released Avatar in the theaters because he wanted to get more records on it. So if you're going to knock Endgame for being re-released, mm. Avatar did it as well. Titanic was re-released, I don't know, 17 times? Hell, I paid for one time. I saw it in 3D, and I was actually pretty good. And I cried. God damn you. That song, man. That song sticks with you forever. Um, but yeah, so, and here's where it's interesting because my reached out to my man, uh, BK, and asked him about this, and he's saying what he's hearing, and I hope this is true, that there's going to be a, a Luis scene in it. Luis from Ant-Man, where they're going to throw it in, where he kind of gives oh, like a, a recap break, kind of thing. Story recap of it. I, you know, I <laughs> would be funny. awesome. But, you know, you know what? I am going to buy a ticket just out of principle that, you know, I'll buy a ticket. I won't even go see it, but I want to see it pass. I'll see it on the big screen again. I, I don't know if I can. Okay, I'll watch it all whole thing again since yeah. I've only been watching the third act for five times now. Right, right. Um, but you know, it be everything like regular IMAX, IMAX 3D. I mean, because I haven't seen it in IMAX. I saw it in regular twice. There you go. Watch it in IMAX. There you go. Yeah. I saw every time I see it, I see it in um, uh, Dolby. Oh, in Dolby, it's awesome. Uh, did I see it in 3D? I don't know if I seen it in 3D. Maybe I'll see it in 3D. Because you know they're going to get that release. You can see it every way you want, man. Any way you want. Let's hope. I mean, because I think they're like fifty million away from breaking the Avatar record. Come on, guys, we can do this. Come on, we. It gotta, could be done. It could definitely be done. Cannot let Avatar hold the record, man. Man, it's crazy. We got to get Avengers to pass it up. Uh, one more news thing that came out today, uh, and that we kind of reported on too. Remember, we were talking about how uh, a DC Universe was in turmoil. Well. Finally, again, in reports now, the uh, reportedly WB has plans to shut down all of DC Universe and only Titans 
may survive. Uh, well, I, I hope Titans guys, does survive. You guys, you guys can all chime in, man. How do you feel about that? I mean, because we kind of talk about this on the last show that you know DC Universe and all this was triggered when Disney Plus said, "Hey, we're going to come out seven nine nine a month." Boom, drop the mic, right? And then uh, DC Universe and Warner and what kind of sped this up was Warner Brothers is coming out of streaming service too. The DC Universe is kind of it's it's redundant, right? I mean, why not? It makes it's actually better sense to the consumer that we just need to go to one place for all the DC and WB stuff rolled into one, right? Mm-hmm. No, it makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. I mean, to I, me. I definitely. Gotta, I, I want to jump in because, of course, myself, I'm I'm the DC guy as well as Ryan. But I mean, Swamp Thing has been amazing, and it just thinks that it's going to be one season. I mean, Titans is great. So, uh, you know, like Tim said, if that survives, that's fine. Doom Patrol was another great show, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see it. On, on the WB service, we'll get one streaming app. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, DC Comics, you got Warner Brothers, you got Looney Tunes stuff. I mean, that's where we really want to be. I mean, I want to yeah. be under one umbrella. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah, sure. I agree. It makes sense. Before you uh, chime in, Ryan, shout out to Stan Obrachat. Ob- oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just butchering your name, but uh, shout out to Stan for his $10 super chat. Really appreciate the support, Thank you, brother. Sir. And uh, Thank you. use that $10 to go out and buy some of these cheap spec books, man. But, that's right. Uh, <laughs> So remember, there was that whole weird thing about how Swamp Thing just ended, and they knew during production that it was gone, and 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 now we're hearing that only Titans may survive. I mean, I just think that's a bummer the way it was handled. But I mean, it just they, you know, I mean, what what say you, Ryan? I mean, I, mean, I think it's a bummer you know, like as well. I mean, come across I mean, besides Titans. I would like them all to come across. I mean, Swamp Thing has been great so far, but yep. to me, to me, Titans. Is it? I'm. If it all, it can all go. If as long as Titans stays on, that's that's my thing. I, I I'm biased. Yeah. Right. I gotta agree with you. Titans season two. I'm really really looking forward to. See, uh, episode three of Swamp Thing was killer. I thought it was really good the way they did it. Doom Patrol has been fun. I like the content in it because you can go back and you can watch. You know the Christopher Reeve Superman. You know, if they have all that stuff, I think that's really yeah, cool. I'm, I'm no, a we're fan talking of about the DC Universe originals. So the yeah. library of stuff will be obviously part of Warner Brothers. But right. like, the, the, I, tr- I, you know what it really kind of bummed me was Young Justice, which I, I thought was I really enjoyed the original Young Justice. And mm-hmm. I felt the DC Universe was a step in quality down, uh, both story-wise and animation-wise. Like, I, I, for some reason, I don't think the animation is the same in Young Justice, the DC version, DC Universe, or as it was on uh, TV. I forget what channel was it on. Was it on Cartoon Network or what was Young Justice on? Cartoon Network, yes. Cartoon Network, yeah. Yeah, That was a great show, man. They had everybody in there. Um, So, you know, they made me getting, but it bums me to watch Swamp Thing knowing it's going to be gone. Like, why should I invest my time into it? But maybe (laughs) we should watch it so that maybe the viewership will be up and they'll bring it over, right? If you think about it that way, you got to support it so that it comes back, you know, Hashtag don't release a Snyder Cut. <laughs> There's still rumors about a Snyder Cut being released at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, jeez. If it is, it's a fan cut. That's all, all I'm going to say. It's like, um, it, you know, one day, you know, okay, the, 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 the ugly side of the um, Snyder Cut was they weren't happy with Snyder. They fired Zack Snyder, and they use and what's and this is what I am hearing is they use the death of his daughter as an excuse, because if you remember, six months after that, he came out with a movie. So, okay, so you know the you know the death of his daughter, the uh, suicide was a horrible thing. But if that was the case, then why did he come out with that uh, iPhone made film for it? So, what I'm saying is, the Warner Brothers did him a wrong. They fired him and they used the excuse of his daughter passing away to get him off the film. I mean, there's a whole, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about the Snyder cut and what was done. I mean, the movie itself is not as bad as people say justice league. I just watched it again the other night. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And right. It's not as awful as people say it's, it right. is. I mean, but it's not, it's not great. I mean, I don't know if a Snyder cut would make that much of a difference, but there's just good parts of it. The opening scene, when they show all the lanterns and the uh, Atlanteans. Yeah. That was cool. All that right after the battle to see all those lanterns flying around i mean that's that's comic book greatness right there so it had a lot of good points but again i understand why people had their issues with it but it's 
it is what it is. So, and then of course we'll talk about this in closing. Is he uh, Snyder keeps on teasing people with this releasing little nuggets? You know what I mean? I think he's purposely trolling people. He's so he released uh, he released a picture of what his dark side looks like. Do you see that? I did. Oh, I, did I saw it. Was it yeah. black and gray, which really like just pisses you off. Why he would release a black and gray picture of dark side, and it wasn't even a close up of it. You know what I mean? It was just it's like. We appreciate what you're doing, Zach, but stop it. You're just giving people false hope that something is gonna happen. I you know, I think they, they have moved on. They they didn't it's in how they say it's in the can, it's done. I don't know what Zach Snyder's doing next, but they moved on without him. We don't know where the hell they're going. Um it, it they you know, we'll see a Wonder Woman trailer pretty soon, maybe, a Birds of Prey trailer soon, maybe. Uh but we got the Joker, maybe. We got the Joker and then didn't they release they showed the first poster which was just a text poster of the birds of prey yeah we got wonder woman an all gold thing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. trying to build up uh hey man i am a comic book fan first well maybe hey man i've gone i've i've gone i've i've watched every movie that's been released marvel and dc i've gone to all of them i even saw Hellboy. love it or hate it they have my money i even paid to see hellboy love it or hate it they have all your money too <laughs> yeah, Hellboy is a little weird, man. I, 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 first of all, I have an unadulterated love for Guillermo del Toro's Hellboys one and two. Uh, they are, are fantastic films. If you say any other, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to throw hands. Guillermo del Toro's fantastical take on Hellboy, especially the Golden Army, that's part two, is a great movie. If you look at the fighting scenes on it, there's a lot of like martial arts they put into it. And Guillermo del Toro is a master of doing fantasy horror films. Go back to all his Spanish spoken films, or excuse me, uh, Spanish language films. Well, yeah, they speak Spanish, but those horror films, Guillermo del Toro is a master at what he does. And and, man, those go, I don't know if it was the marketing or what, Ben, but I was really hoping for a Hellboy 3 uh, with Ron Perlman, but uh, that's it. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get any Hellboy anymore because the way. this last hub boy performed. Um, we didn't even want to talk about Dark Phoenix because we don't accentuate, <laughs> accentuate the positive here, man. <laughs> That's right. You want to go see my drunken review of Dark Phoenix where I said some stuff happened. Some oh, stuff my God. Happened, yeah, right. All I remember is the stuff on the train was really cool. Uh, right. The, yeah. The train scene was really, really cool. You're like, some stuff happens and some stuff doesn't happen. It's a very funny review, you guys. Very good. Very good but value. It, it's, I don't know, man. It's just weird. At first, I thought the blonde haired chick was the Phoenix Force, but apparently there's some generic aliens because they couldn't use scrolls. I never yeah. even heard of these aliens. And I was mm-hmm. like, but yo, that train scene. Oof. As no Magneto Fazbender killed it again. Stuff I think I've seen. You know what I mean? The way yeah. they're uh, they're just breaking fools off left and right, and then the Phoenix is kind of snapping people to dust. Uh, you know, spoiler maybe. Does anybody even care to go oh, see that way? Yeah. I oh, saw it on YouTube actually. Last you fifteen minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, the whole film is leaked on there. Yeah, yeah so it was kind of. Uh, I don't know, anticlimactic, right? You know, it's the last X-Men movie ever, and then yeah. this happened, so... It was dialogue-heavy, you know, that's my opinion. It was dialogue-heavy until the, the action scene... It was very... It was, I would say, the first two-thirds are boring as shit. Yeah, because you got to listen to it. You want to hear, yeah, like, the evolution. boring as hell. You know? And what happened to Quicksilver, man? They just yeah. didn't bring him on the last... <laughs> So, no. That was a weird choice where to go. Cook, so you shouldn't come. He goes, okay. Yeah, <laughs> later. Like, All right, man. But that's it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, quick Black Knight report. Uh, we're going to drop our top 10 spec list very soon. We may do it after this show, but it's going to be pre recorded. We're not going to do it live so that you guys can catch up on this. And we'll probably release it this weekend. But basically, the top 10 long term spec list is a list of characters that Marvel and DC put holds on meaning they would like to develop in. So Kevin Feige puts a character on hold. That means everybody else hands off because I want to see what I want to do with this character, right? So then once he takes the hold off it, that means Marvel TV, Marvel Animation, they can do whatever they want with it. Marvel and DC both have this list. So if Warner Brothers puts a hold on it, that means DC TV, CW can't use it. And that's our top 10 spec list. We actually have a, a reserve list of that, those characters that are put on hold. And this is a great list for people to go out and spec on. A couple of them we've already talked about. So that's the interesting part. So, but we're still doing it as a top 10 because the top eight just doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Justin, any last words? Uh, big news, guys. We're doing a, an auction next Friday. Yeah. Here, next Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Oh, wait, is it next Friday or the following Friday? The 28th. Oh, next Friday. Friday. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. It's been a long week. All right. Next Friday. Next, 
No, week from today. There you go. Oh, no, no, week from Friday. Friday. Oh, what's today? Wednesday. Okay, it's week Wednesday. from Friday. There you go. God, I'm yeah, week up. from Friday, guys. Be sure to follow us all on Instagram. We'll probably each post some of our preview books or some videos will drop either on this page or the Three Men page. So be on the lookout for that. That's right. Bangers. We're going to be nothing but bangers. bangers. Lots of slabs and all kinds of other stuff. Pretty sure uh, some spec books will be auctioned up. Maybe. Maybe. Last words, Otto. Yeah, I got a lot of last words. It's going to take a couple of minutes, boys. So, <laughs> dude, I just want to just voice my opinion about a few things. So, just want to give a shout out to everybody who supports Lords of the Long Box and Three Minute Basement. Um, you know, we had this little Twitter debacle that happened the other day. And I want you to know that we are comic book fans first, right? We're giving you guys news because we've been around this, this, this entity, these comic books for a long, long time. We have a lot of knowledge that we want to share with you guys. We buy dollar books. I buy dollar books up to $5,000 books. You know, I'm not somebody who Damn. just started. Damn. Well, no, true, though. But I'm not just somebody who sits around and says, okay, comic books are cool right now. Let's start talking about it. We have been talking about this for four years. When I first got on Instagram and found out all these comic book collectors were out there, that was phenomenal. Then I found Lords of the Long Box and then realized all the information that TiVo, Dark Side Jedi, and all the crew that was before us was kicking out. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is good content knowledge because I was that kid in the 80s who was going to comic cons and like halls and just there was no cosplay there was no this there was no that but i read these comic books i ate them up and then you get these people on twitter that think they're just sort of like oh yeah this is what i know about comics please okay that's what the lords of the long box are here for we are here to tell you about comic books give you backstories first appearances we have evolved into what we have now so the lords of the long box are here and it's just a great great support system you guys and thank you very much for all the things that you guys did on instagram for us and stuff like that so just happy about it and you know follow three men in the basement because three men in the basement is an offshoot of lords of the long box it wouldn't be that i followed that model and now we have it so that's here we've got a premiere video dropping tomorrow night bernie 1869 is back and he's uh we got 10 cgc books that are ready to go so follow that and also our good friend barry gary has got a live show this saturday night or sunday night 8 p.m they're going to give away a piece of um, original artwork and just follow him also so you know that's all i have to say about that that's my two cents Thank you, Otto. Great words to live by. Any last words, Dark Side Jedi? I can't follow that. So good night, everybody. <laughs> no, man, I'm just excited. I'm excited about doing the uh, auction. Uh, I'll show you a preview right now. It's a double sign. Marv Wolfman Perez 8.5 Teen Titans number one. That'll be part of the auction, everybody. More Are to come. Are get a uh, More to come. ASM? Uh, no, I'm working something out with Roger Levesque. Shout out three men in the basement. We're going to do a deal. All right. Yeah. So shout out to everybody in the live chat. We mean a hundred people still watching uh, our boys, uh, nerd vision, very Gary, RJ Taylor, liking the covers, Peter Porker. Awesome name. Gorilla Grodd. Um, uh, Carter Lee, Louis Ramirez, David seeking near me comics. The biggest perv on Instagram next to our <laughs> friend, the doom one, four, three, uh, Boston Chris, Bonafide, Slab Dragon, Sam Morchata, thank you again for the super chat. Uh, once again, uh, we're going to be dropping that video, top 10 spec list. You know, we like doing lists every now and then. We haven't done one in about a year when we used to do more top 10 videos. Seems like everybody does a top 10 video now. Shout out to Comic Tom 101 who has his top 10 videos. Uh, I think Jim Mint does top 10 uh, omnibuses and all these other top 10 lists. So, we're going to come out with this and I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a long-term spec list and it's probably something we'll do periodically. Just something to give you a heads up as a comic collector. When you see these books out in the wild at a show, at a con at an LCS, pick them up. Because you know why? They're relatively cheap, except for a couple of them. They're already yeah. hot yeah. books. But uh, until next time, boys and girls, hey, uh, quick shout out to Comic Core <laughs> Unlimited. If you guys are still on YouTube and about... Five minutes from now, Comic Core Unlimited has another live show for you to watch, and they're just a bunch of old guys like us talking comic books and stuff they read and collected and all that good stuff. So, till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace.